Hey, good evening, guys. Welcome to episode 49 of the Christopher Anastasio podcast. Today is Tuesday, December 1st, 2020. And you don't have to remind me that it's been almost two weeks since I released an episode. Uh, The last one that I published was uh, 48, which was, damn, my plate is full. And that was Wednesday, November 18th, so approximately a week before Thanksgiving. Uh, So I do apologize for that, guys. I really do try to get one of these out per week at a bare minimum. I'd actually prefer to publish two or three episodes a week if I could. Uh, But the bottom line is um, the holiday week was just absolutely brutal. Uh, Just could not not get uh, the the, uh, requisite time to record a qualitative episode. And to be honest with you guys, I kind of looked at it like, you know, let me let the two Shopify stores run through the holiday weekend with Black Friday and Cyber Monday, which of course was yesterday, um, and just kind of let that ride and then do an episode for you guys early this week to kind of recap how things went. So this will be a fairly brief episode, but I do want to kind of close the loop on that. Um, I, I, I think in episode 48, um, I had mentioned to you guys that I was, you know, running the two Shopify stores through uh, the, the holiday weekend and had a lot of ads running to it. You know, I had the uh, ad agency going um, from uh, from Thailand, uh, Transform, uh, you know, was going to be running the ad campaigns for the first Shopify store that I'd had set up back in October. That's the Onyx Home Comfort uh, store that the Fiverr seller, uh, Helen Vela, username Helen Vela, uh, created for me. And then the store that she made for me in November... Uh, uh, Rocking Palace, the baby care store, uh, that one I ran the ads on my own using the artificial intelligence application that, that is sort of, you know, downloadable within Shopify called AdScale. And I figured, you know, let me contrast them, see how they do uh, compared to each other. And that was kind of the premise of the, uh, the, two, the, the, the two stores kind of being experimented with through the holiday shopping weekend. Uh, <clears throat> you know, that just passed. So, so bottom line guys is, uh, you know, with, let's, let's start with Onyx Home Comfort. Uh, I had done a strategy call with Transform, uh, several days prior. Can't remember the exact date, but we kind of, you know, for the most part, amongst other things, we touched on the holiday campaign. We talked about what, what we thought, you know, were some of the things that needed to be, uh, taken care of to make that a success and, and so on and so forth. And, um, you know, just going over the, the particulars, you know, what content would go up, when it was going to go up, what it would kind of generally look like, things like that. So we did some preparation. And one of the big decisions that we made on that call, I mean, I, I made it and communicated it to them, was that rather than running the $20 a day Facebook ad campaign, uh, that we would actually go ahead and ratchet up the ad spend to at least $100 on um, Black Friday and at least 50, I believe is the number we arrived at on Cyber Monday. So <clears throat> we decided to go very aggressive on the ad spend for those two days in particular and see if we can get any better performance out of it. Now, um, one of the particulars that we covered as well was that the Google ads that we had wanted to run in November, they never really came together because Google just kind of took forever to sort of verify the domain name of the Shopify store and to approve the ads. So we didn't really run Google ads in November. I mean, if we did, it was just a very brief amount of time at the end of the month. I'd have to check with Transform about that. But the bottom line is, 
we had money left over that that was not expended on Google. So we said, hey, let's carry over that money. Let's go to at least 150, respectively, for the Friday and the Monday uh, shopping days. Uh, but if but if we can do a little bit more, we'll do a little bit more. And it turned out that we had so much money left over from Google uh, that we ran $150 on uh, Black Friday to Onyx Home Comfort and $100 yesterday. So that's kind of the setup uh, going into the weekend, guys. That's that's kind of what we... Those are the conditions that we set. Um, and, you know, I, th- I think there was a lot of hopefulness about it because... Uh, you know, we'd already made five sales to the site in the very early going, um, which, you know, after talking to Prince Form about that, I mean, I felt even better about it, even though the conversion rate was about 0.4%. And that honestly is, you know, about half of what it should be, a little less than half of the of the 1% target. So when, we, when Prince Form and I kind of talked about that, uh, they were like, hey, that's actually pretty good for a brand new store. Like that's like that's actually kind of surprising. You know, they were surprised at the fact that I had a fairly good bounce rate on this on the site of uh, under 75%. I think like 72% to be exact. They were like, usually it's way over 75%. Uh, the time on site, people were spending an average of about a minute on the site. And if you think about it, you know, for somebody coming into a, st- uh, a site that's brand new, that they've never heard of before, I mean, it's not an established brand, and they spend a whole 60 seconds on it. I mean, it sounds like a short amount of time but it's actually fairly high. So those were some of the things that we had covered um, about the performance of the store going into the weekend. So we really thought, hey, this could be, you know, an impactful weekend. We got, you know, five, six times ad spend. We've got, you know, some momentum going with some of the metrics and so forth. So it looked hopeful. You know, it really looked like it could be a very positive weekend for the store. <clears throat> but, you know, as I, as I like to do on here with you guys, uh, everything's unvarnished. Everything is, uh, you know, open kimono. So bottom line is the weekend was a complete, abject, utter failure. And <laughs> I say that kindly, okay? Uh, I say that with kindness in my heart towards the store because uh, there were zero sales made over the weekend, okay? Not one single sale was made. I think one or two carts were abandoned and warranted a recovery email where Shopify will sort of automatically send a cart recovery email uh, to the user if they've left their email address and are open to communication and so forth. Um, you know, and they'll go ahead and they'll, they'll, they'll shoot that out after about 10 hours. You can set that timing, by the way. But after about 10 hours, which is optimal, uh, you know, a cart recovery email would go out to those individuals. But there's only like two people, if I remember correctly, that, e- that even did that. Um, there were greater numbers of the other metrics I talked to you guys about a week or two weeks ago, uh, where there were a lot of add to carts. There were a lot of abandoned checkouts, uh, without, I guess, without people putting in contact information. Uh, that's why they didn't get the recovery email. Um, and so, you know, there was traffic, particularly on Friday, although I'll talk about traffic in a moment. I'll, I'll address that too. That's kind of an interesting outcome as well. But of the traffic that came in, um, there was activity generated, but in the end, no sales. I mean, no conversions and so forth. I mean, I think the conversion rate sank because of the weekend's activity. It sank down to um, 0.3%. So it went from like 04 to 0.3% after the weekend. So, so just not very good, obviously. Okay, And so 
you know, the traffic thing was actually even more interesting to me, right? The sales, it was like, okay, you know, I expected to make sales, but I also know that, you know, this is a difficult task and, you know, it's a brand new store and all that kind of stuff. But I think what really struck me, and I have a strategy call with Transform this Thursday, the 3rd, uh, December 3rd, where I, I definitely intend to address this and, and pick their brains about it. But the rate of traffic coming into the store slowed considerably compared to the first couple of weeks. Now, if you guys remember, I've been running ads to the store since November 6th. Okay, so, so by the time Black Friday came around, I mean, we had three weeks worth of ads going. Okay, and in those three weeks, you know, we were averaging, you know, I would say broadly speaking between, um, I think it was like 75 to 100 people a day, something like that. Like 75 to 100 people a day were coming into the store and generating, you know, generating that traffic. Um, So not too bad. I mean, not, you know, not awful. I mean, I certainly would say it wasn't awful. Um, But over the weekend and I should have checked the stats right before I called you guys I called you guys <laughs> before, right before right before I recorded this podcast um, but the bottom line is it was about half that it was about 40 to 50 people coming into the store on, on Black Friday Cyber Monday now I kind of suspect that part of the reason for that is the fact that there were so many people advertising there was so much traffic on Black Friday and Cyber Monday. Because Cyber Monday was basically the same. It was like 40, 50, 45, you know, something like that. About half the, the usual number of, of visitors to the site. So I can only imagine that there was a ton of traffic being slung around on Facebook and Instagram on those days. And we may have been competing with more mature, uh, more well-established uh, sites, stores, whatever that were also advertising. Um, so there may have been a real issue with that. Um, there's also some, some information I kind of have recently learned. I mean, when I say recent, I mean the last couple of days, uh, about how Facebook, uh, serves ads and how it deals with targeting and how much you target versus how little you target, how much you let the algorithm do the work versus doing your own thinking and so forth. So I've, I've kind of come across some information there that I don't know how much transform takes those things into account or how much they follow those types of things. But the bottom line is there's a possibility, and this is just a long shot guess. This is just Chris kind of guessing because of something I saw in the last 48 hours. But there's a possibility that Facebook took the targeting that we provided it and then did its own targeting on top of that, which would have really narrowed down the audience. So if we started with an audience of, let's say, 50,000, and we hyper-targeted that 50,000, then Facebook would drill into the 50,000 and start looking for people acting similarly. And of course, that would create an an audience number less than 50,000. And then all of a sudden, your ad dries up very quickly because you're hitting the same people over and over again. And Facebook does not want to serve an ad to somebody, you know, three, four, five, six, seven times. I mean, it it just ruins their experience on the platform. So basically, that's, that's something I intend to bring up to Transform. I kind of want to ask them about that and see if they subscribe to that, that hypothesis. Um, and I'll go into that hypothesis more in future podcasts because it has something to do with um, one of the training programs that I'm in. But the bottom line is uh, there's, there's much for us to discuss. Um, I, again, like I said, kind of wrap up Onyx Home Comfort. We'll move over to the other store. Uh, total failure. 
completely missed expectations, uh, yielded nothing in terms of sales, and didn't even really yield any more brand awareness because we didn't bring a lot of people into the store uh, over the weekend. So, um, so again, and I have to see, I don't even know if that entire ad spend got expended. I mean, I don't know if Facebook was even able to burn up the 150 and the hundred, uh, the hundred dollars, um, that we used for, for Friday and Monday respectively, because I, I don't know if they found enough people to show the ad to. So I have to ask Transform about that as well. But all of these things that I'm talking about, all these metrics and lessons learned, obviously I'm going to be sharing them with you guys, uh, both through the podcast, but also you can kind of look for them on my, uh, my Facebook business page. Uh, where I post a lot of this stuff about what's going on with the stores. So so that was Onyx Home Comfort, guys. That was the big hope, the store that we'd had up for a few weeks, had some establishment, had some likes on our Facebook page, you know, had run some ads already, uh, and we just swung and missed, and nothing came out of it, um, you know, at least for the for the, the short term. So moving over to Rocking Palace, um, you know, obviously, guys, this was the store that, that I kind of scrambled to put together in the first half of November, uh, Helen Vela delivered it to me, I think, right at the middle of the month, like the 14th or 15th of November. So we were under a big crunch there. Uh, had to slap together a Facebook page and an Instagram account, um, uh, which I'll come back to that in a second. Uh, but we had to throw together a couple of these business accounts. Uh, I had to get AdScale kind of loaded up on the site and make sure that was all set up. And then I had to go in and just kind of quickly, and I think I did this on, on Wednesday, uh, on Thanksgiving Eve, I had to slap together a couple ads, some carousel ads that showed off a bunch of the products in the store, um, and just threw some, you know, some suggested uh, copywriting text together uh, to go with those ads because the system serves up uh, choices that you could just pick certain templates uh, text-wise and just say I want to use template A or B or whatever one two three whatever it is, uh, and you can just throw in their copywriting, and then you throw your images in there. And boom, you know, you're, you're kind of off and running. You know, you just schedule the ads and you go. Um, so I really hurriedly put that together on Wednesday, the 25th. And then the ads were basically approved and running by the 26th. So I think on Thanksgiving Day, the ads kind of kicked off. Or maybe very late on the 25th. Can't remember exactly. But it was just a total rush job, guys. I mean, honestly, like I expected nothing from it. Um, you know, I just kind of wanted to see ad scale in action. At that point, just see it, you know, kind of serve ads and see how many people came in and see if anybody added anything to the cart, you know, that kind of stuff. Uh, so we had that going, um, you know, like I said, from like Wednesday night, maybe Thursday morning-ish, uh, and it ran through, uh, you know, the, the weekend, ran through Black Friday, ran through Cyber Monday. I think it may still be running, actually. Um, and the reason I say that like that, guys, and it's like, well, you, don't you know when your ads are running, is that I actually had a lot of trouble on ad scale, and you know, I, I promise you guys, I would kind of give you a little review of this thing, and I, I, I go into a more formal breakdown of it as I continue to use it. But um, I kind of had a little bit of trouble with the scheduling function in ad scale. I couldn't figure out how to pick exact dates. Like I couldn't figure out how to say I want the ad to run from Friday the twenty seventh to Monday the thirtieth. Like it, it just it, it said you know pick the month, pick the week, or pick the day. And so I was like, well, I, I need to cover several days here, so I just picked a week. And I think I said on, on Wednesday, 25th, or Thursday, 26th, uh, you know, run the ad for a week to, la- to the later part of this week. So that's why I think the ad is still running. But anyway, um, so yeah, I mean, you know, the ads ran. Um, a lot of people actually came into the store compared to Onyx Home Comfort. I think we had about double, uh, double the amount of people came in versus Onyx. I mean, here's Onyx, you know, uh, have the ad agency running those ads. We've established the store for a few weeks. You would have thought that more traffic would have come into Onyx 
but it turned out that about twice as much traffic, you know, 70, 80, 90 people a day were coming into uh, Rocking Palace. So, you know, really kind of strange. And then in terms of activity, uh, we only had like a few add to cart. I think three people added to cart and three people abandoned. So everybody who added to cart abandoned the checkout. So don't know what's going on there. Got to go in there and take a look at that. Um, but, you know, so, so basically that's all I have to say about Rocking Palace. I mean, it really wasn't much to report there. I mean, ad scale, kind of slick in some ways, kind of tricky in other ways. Go into more detail on that in a future podcast for you guys. Um, but, it, you know, it looked like it worked. It looked like it kind of did what it was supposed to do. Um, you know, traffic came in better than the other store, uh, but no sales. So that's that. So now a couple footnotes there. So I've also come across some information recently, same as I did uh, with this other stuff I mentioned to you about Onyx, um, with, with, you know, with the whole issue about the, the serving the ad to too small a group. So in line with that information, I also learned that Facebook, you know, will go and look at your Facebook business page uh, when you go to get an ad approved. So they'll look at your website. So they would have looked at the Rocking Palace website. I think they would have been okay with that, even though it was a brand new website. It's a very nicely done website. It has privacy policy. It has terms of service on it. You know, it has all the policies that Facebook looks for when it approves an ad. But the Facebook business page um, had no content on it, ran into a snag there. I couldn't get my VA the the permissions to post content up there. And then I just didn't have time to get to it myself. So we had like no content on the Facebook business page. I mean, it was a mess. I mean, it had like a logo, a, a banner art image, and maybe some other information, but it was a ghost town otherwise. And so that should have, I mean, from my understanding, that should have gotten my ads disapproved by Facebook because they would have looked at that Facebook business page and been like, hey, what are you doing here? There's, there's nothing here. You know, you're, you're a defunct web, you know, uh, uh, web page or whatever website. Um, uh, you know, if you don't even have a Facebook business page running. So, you know, even in spite of having a website. So, so anyway, I don't know if they've changed their policy on that or not. Uh, some of this information I'm citing to you guys about Facebook's um, ad policies and so forth uh, is basically three years old. It's like from 2017 that I came across this. So um, it may not apply, but it sounds right. You know, it sounds like they would be still doing these things. In fact, if anything, Facebook has gotten stricter since 2017 because of a lot of the stuff about the election and politics and political ads and so forth, you know, uh, discrimination practices. I know recently uh, Facebook changed the way that you serve ads. If you're in real estate, you know, you can't do as much targeting and so forth. So, so they've gotten stricter over time. So I'm, I'm pretty sure that these things I'm telling you guys were in effect this weekend when I was running ads to the store. So it really boggles my mind actually that I was able to serve Facebook ads. Um, and I got to go look at the ad scale dashboard and, and, and because the dashboard is going to say, here's how much you ran from Facebook, Instagram, and Google, okay? Because it'll run all three, and I picked all three. So I got to look at the breakdown on that. I didn't do that yet. Um, but even if any kind of ad ran from Facebook or Instagram, that surprises me because uh, I would have thought they would have uh, banned the, uh, or, you know, shut the ad down and disapproved it, given that we don't have a mature Facebook business page. So all that being said, um, you know, so now you guys get a sense of, you know, how both stores did. Um, obviously not the results I was hoping for, guys. Um, really thought this might be a breakout weekend, particularly for Onyx Home Comfort. Um, you know, a lot of sort of after-action damage assessment has to be done here. And I think, you know, I'll be honest with you guys, you know, I, I've, I've said before, you know, failure is the name of the game. I've gotten really, really good at it. Um, you know, that's, that's all I've told you guys about in 49 episodes here, basically, is one failed idea after another. 
But you know, the, the whole point is you cannot reach success without doing that. So I'm okay with it. You know, I'm kind of zen about it. Um, I've accepted it. That it's just part of the process. Um, but I did think there might be some uptick here and I didn't get it. And it was a little disappointing. You just got to kind of process through that. Um, but you know, when I signed up transform specifically for them to do the onyx ads, um, I had asked them, I said, you know, do you guys have like a period of time where I cannot cancel the contract? Like, do you have like a, a min, like a minimum amount of time? And they were like, and they were kind of, you know, iffy about that. It almost sounded like they would have waived it for me if I really pushed it. But they were like, yeah, we try to do like three months, you know, you know, at least, at least let us work your thing for three months because you need some time, you know, for things to kick in and so forth. And I said, you know what, that's fine. I don't have any problem with locking in for three months. It almost kind of blocks me from, you know, some kind of lizard brain reaction, you know, to be like, ah, you know, my ads didn't succeed over Black Friday. I'm going to shut the whole thing down. You know, I mean, and, and this would have been after three weeks of running ads. So, so I like the fact that, let's see, we started the ads in early November. So let's call it through January, right? You got November, December, January. And then I think we're up for sort of a reassessment in early February, 2021 to say, okay, you know, are things trending up? Is the conversion rate going up? Is the traffic increasing to the store? You know, so on and so forth. So, um, so that's kind of, you know, something we built in and I'm glad I did that. Um, to be honest with you guys, you know, these two Shopify stores are not like the ones I've created in the past. I created Shopify stores in the past that were absolute garbage. And as soon as I, I mean, and that's being, that's being nice about it. And so as soon as I decided I was going to switch gears from those Shopify stores, I just got rid of the whole site. There was nothing worth keeping. I just shut the whole thing down, canceled the whole, the whole plan with uh, Shopify and was done with it. But I got to say, these two stores that Helen Vela from Fiverr set up for me, the Rocking Palace and the Onyx Home Comfort, these are beautiful Shopify websites. Like at the very worst... I would probably try to resell these sites to somebody. And I would probably say, you know, if I decided I was going to get out of the Shopify game and focus on some of these other projects I have going on, um, I I would try to sell those stores. You know, first of all, I probably would hold them for a while. And what you can do with Shopify, guys, is you can pause your subscription. So you don't have to keep paying $29 a month. You can say, hey, I'm kind of shutting things down for a while. I'm going to put the store on pause. I think it's like $9 a month. And it's brilliant by Shopify because as you're, as you're feeling that guilt when you're like, close my store, you're about to hit that button and you're about to lose all the work you've done. And they're like, hey, do you just want to pause the store for $9 a month? You know, you, you, you better believe most people are probably like, yeah, let me just pause it for a little bit. You know, and then like 20 months later, they're like, oh my God, I, I never unpaused the store and I'm still not using it. But Shopify was able to collect another, you know, a few hundred bucks from you. So, <clears throat> so at the very worst case, I would, I would start off by pausing the store and regrouping. And then at the absolute end point, I would be like, okay, time for me to go ahead, <clears throat> excuse me, time for me to go ahead and sell these sites to somebody. Um, and I might even be able to make a profit on them, you know, just, just in terms of the amount of money I paid for them because they were so inexpensive uh, from Helen Vella on Fiverr. Hopefully she's not listening to this or she'll raise her prices again. She actually raised the price from the first store that I got to the second one, from 150 to 200 but, but good, good on her. If you are listening, Helen Vella, good on you because, because you're way underpricing those Shopify stores. I mean, just, just way underpricing them. <clears throat> but anyway, so yeah, guys, so that kind of wraps it up. I just kind of want to give you guys a hot wash on it. You know, tough episode to record. I mean, obviously, I wanted to tell you guys that I made a shitload of sales and so forth, stuff like that, but it was the exact opposite. It was a complete strikeout. It was a complete miss. Nothing, uh, nothing converted, nothing sold. 
Um, and, and, and to be honest with you, particularly with Onyx Home Comfort, the store has actually trended downward in terms of traffic generation and interest in the store and so on and so forth. So definitely a lot of diagnostics have to be run there. And I will be discussing that with Transform on Thursday. Yeah, not, not upset with Transform. No issues with their performance or whatever they're doing. I mean, obviously, you know, if there are changes we can make to the strategy, if there are things that we can maybe do a little bit differently, I would, I would visit those things with them. But I don't, I don't blame the outcome on them. You know, this ultimately is my responsibility. Uh, I could be promoting the store lots of different ways than just the ads. And honestly, in the, in the early going, it's better to be promoting the store organically than with ads because the store is so new and the ad algorithms just don't like that stuff. So it's just not a winning strategy usually to run ads right off the bat to a brand new spanking website. You know, you want to get a little bit of organic traction and I just haven't done that. So that's really more where I think the fault lies, not with Transform. Transform has been super professional and, and, and you know, above board on all the performance aspects that they were looking for out of this campaign. And, you know, they warned me from the beginning, you know, you may not see results for a while. And, and I totally understand that. I totally get that. So anyway, guys, um, hopefully later this week, uh, you know, get the next episode in this week. Um, really, really, really want to switch gears uh, for you guys over to the consulting.com training program that I'm taking. Lots of great stuff coming out of that easily, by far, by leaps, bounds, and miles. The most valuable training program I have ever come across in all of my time taking courses online and doing things like that. So so I really want to kind of use an episode to break that thing down for you guys. And then subsequent episodes would kind of drill into it, you know. So just giving you guys a little preview, I'd, I'd probably give you a once-over in the next episode, hopefully. I just kind of talk to you about the program and give you a little bit more of the, the, the framework that I have. I mean, in past episodes, I think I've just referenced it. But I want to get an episode out there that kind of goes through the framework of the whole program. And then I'll use subsequent podcasts to zero in on certain aspects of the program, very specific aspects that have just kind of blown me away. Um, so look out for that, guys. Hopefully get that recorded Thursday or Friday and get that published um, you know, here in early December. So anyway, and that'll be the 50th episode, so that'll be kind of kind of cool to reach number 50. But anyway, super appreciate you guys listening, listening excuse me, hanging in there with the, uh, with the uh, uh, recent uh, kind of kind of drought of episodes, but hopefully I'll uh, be picking up the pace here again as we as we uh, negotiate this time between uh, Thanksgiving and Christmas. Uh, but again, thanks for your listenership, guys. Thanks for all the support, feedback, sharing the, the podcast, everything uh, that you guys have done with it. And uh, we'll definitely talk to you guys soon. Stay safe. And uh, that's it. Have a great day, guys. Bye-bye.